You're listening to episode 83 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a holistic nutritionist and women's lifestyle coach living in Hamilton, Ontario in Canada. And here on the Room to Grow podcast, I bring you thoughts or guests in areas of nutrition, mindset, lifestyle, and entrepreneurship that will help you gain confidence so you can stress less and elevate yourself to create the life you love. We are not here to do things perfectly, but we are here to learn from each other and to grow with lots of self-love and compassion along the way. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And today's episode is a little bit unusual. Um, I feel like I've said that more than once though, so maybe it's not as unusual as I think it is. But I do have a little bit of some, some things that have been going on in the background to share with you. Um, and one of them is that I am switching directions a little bit in terms of what I offer for my services. So for anyone who's been following along here for a while, you know that I am a a holistic nutritionist. I went to school for two years to get that. Um, that's how I've been running my business and, and working in that capacity for the last couple of years. But you'll also know from listening to this podcast that I talk about a lot more than just nutrition. Like I talk about I've actually had people reach out to me and and say how much they enjoy kind of the wide variety of topics that I cover on here. And a big reason that I do that is because the Room to Grow podcast for me is sort of my creative outlet a little bit. And I, I get to use it and I have designed it in a way that I get to use it for covering all kinds of interesting topics and talking to all kinds of amazing people that are interesting and fascinating to me and things that I want to learn more about myself or lessons that I want to share with you that I have kind of picked up along the way and and, um, kind of using that as a jumping off point to create entire podcast episodes around. And I love it. I absolutely love it. I love this podcast. I love the creativity that I have built into it. And I genuinely enjoy it. I love every every aspect of it. Don't worry, there there is not a but coming to this. (laughs) As I'm saying this, I'm realizing that it sounds like I'm about to say like, but (laughs) there isn't a but to this at all. I still feel that way. And that's how this podcast is going to continue. The only thing that is shifting a little bit is that I've been doing a lot of soul searching in the last couple of months. And I realized that holistic nutrition, I was starting to not identify with it as much as I once did. And I'm going to be switching directions slightly a little bit um, in that I'm actually starting to offer women podcasting coaching. And I've actually been doing this for, for a few months now, but very quietly on the side, like I wasn't really talking about it openly. Um, for the, for the most part anyway. And this is the second podcast that I have launched. My previous podcast was with my uh, fabulous co-host Kate of the Fit and Nourish Mind. And we had a blast together. Uh, We just decided we're we're still great friends. We just decided to take our businesses in different directions. So that's when A Room to Grow was born um, last, last June. So June of 2018. And it's, I've never regretted it at all. I love every minute of it. And after launching two separate podcasts and I've got, oh gosh, what am I up to now? Like probably about a hundred and probably about 150 ish episodes under my belt now altogether. Um, I just really love watching other women launch their podcasts and helping them to launch their own podcasts and then building their entire businesses around their podcasts and making it sort of the center of, of their business. And I've just come to realize that that is lighting me up in a really significant way. So 
I'm going to be doing that more, but it doesn't mean that I'm deviating necessarily entirely away from things like kind of like lifestyle coaching. It's just that I'm not going to be focusing as much on nutrition specifically because all of the clients that I've worked with, we don't actually talk about nutrition that much. Like that might surprise you, but so often a lot of our issues with food have nothing to do with the food. And the clients that I seem to attract and the ones that I am also most drawn to are women who are open to discussing sort of these bigger issues and having these, these bigger conversations about what is it that has led them to feel a particular way about food or about their body and, and how, how that's manifesting through the nutrition that they are giving themselves and how they're nourishing themselves. So what I've always loved about holistic nutrition is that it looks at the person as a whole. And I am still 100% of that belief that we have to look at the whole person. We are not made up of separate, you know, individualized parts. We are whole beings. And what happens in one area of the body or the mind affects something else as well. So with that in mind, I'm just going to be taking my coaching more from a kind of general lifestyle um, approach and adapting a little bit to what the specific client needs. But overall, a lot of what I'm going to be doing is podcasting and business coaching. And I've had a huge number of women. I've been shocked ever since I kind of made this switch, but I didn't even really publicly announce it much. I think I did an Instagram live about it, but I haven't, I still haven't talked much about it publicly until now. I had all kinds of women coming out of the woodwork, reaching out to me, asking me if they could do podcasting coaching. And I've already gotten a bunch of new clients specifically for that podcasting and, and business coaching, even though I haven't really announced it publicly. And I'm like, well, if the universe is ever giving me a sign, this must be it because I, I just feel more in alignment with that than I have felt in a very long time. And part of why I named this podcast Room to Grow is because I was implicitly giving myself permission to grow with the very name of this podcast, because I could sense that I wasn't exactly where I wanted to be. I, I just, I knew when I started this podcast last year that there was more coming, that I wasn't, and, and there, there will always be, be more coming and, and changing and evolving. But particularly at that moment in time, I could just tell that I wasn't doing exactly what I wanted to be doing, but I couldn't quite put my finger yet on what it was that I did want to be doing. So I named this podcast Room to Grow for that reason and because there is always room to grow. Like there's always room to grow. You know, you can hit as many next levels as you want. There will always be another level. And it might be painful as fuck to get to that next level, but there's always going to be another level. And that's kind of the beauty of life. It can also be, again, kind of it can feel sort of excruciating at times depending on, on the lessons that you're learning and, and how you're having to be forced to grow potentially but there is always room to grow. And that's something that I've all, again, really always appreciated and loved and cherished about this podcast is that I get to talk about all these amazing topics and with these incredible people who are up-leveling themselves and helping me to up-level and helping hopefully you to up-level as well. And we're all growing together. And it's just incredibly powerful to me. I love it. And I, I absolutely love this podcast. Part, part of kind of how I came to this conclusion about switching directions a little bit 
is being more discerning with my yeses. So there are so many different areas of nutrition where one could specialize. And this applies for all kinds of things. Like this could apply to business coaching as well. Like there's all kinds of, of different areas that, that this could be argued. But with nutrition, especially, I find that um, people will hear that you are a nutritionist or a dietitian or, or whatever it is, and they'll come to you with virtually any problem that is nutrition related. And I get it because if I wasn't in the field, I wouldn't really know the difference either. Like if you have nutrition in your name, I'm going to assume, or something similar, I'm going to assume that you can help me with any particular problem. But in the last few weeks, I've had, uh, I had one, one person approach me about Crohn's disease and another person approached me about help with an eating disorder. And I sent both of them elsewhere because I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses and neither Crohn's nor eating disorders are my strengths at all. I don't have personal experience with them. I don't have experience working with clients who have those types of issues. I don't have, I feel, the education to be able to help them in that capacity. And you have to know what you do and what you don't do and to know your own limits too because it not only is that only fair to the client, but it's also only fair to yourself. You have to know yourself well enough to figure out what is working for you and what isn't. And if I can't offer you the value that you deserve, I'm not going to work with you because I'd be doing you a huge disservice. And I know what I stand for and what I don't. And if, if somebody is coming to me with something as serious as something like Crohn's or an eating disorder or anything like that in particular, like we're talking major health issues there, you deserve to get the best possible care. And I am not the person to give you the best possible care in those particular situations and with, with dealing with those particular issues. So I want to help you find someone who is going to be able to offer you the best help because I'm not that person. And I'm so appreciative that these, that these women thought of me. I'm honored that they thought of me, but this was just an example of me getting super clear on, on my yeses and where I was giving my yeses. And overall, nutrition just hasn't been feeling as exciting for me anymore. It just, I don't even know exactly how to explain it, but it hasn't felt as, as in alignment with me. Don't get me wrong, nutrition is still extremely important to me and it always will be. Like for myself personally in particular, and I, I truly believe that we all need to be taking really good care of our nutrition to function at our highest level in any capacity. No matter what you do on the planet, you need to be well nourished in order to do it at your highest level. So in that regard, nutrition will always be important to me no matter what, but it just wasn't feeling like the absolute best fit for me. And it felt so hard to come up with programs and offerings like harder than it should have felt. And I, I struggled with that for a long time because I, I really want to stress this. Sometimes shit is just hard and a lot of entrepreneurs won't tell you that, but sometimes you need to, to do some shit that you don't necessarily love while you're building bridges to get to the next thing that you really want to do. So, because it, honestly, if, if we all change our entire businesses on a whim, every time something new popped into our head, like <laughs> we would never be able to build sustainable businesses because you have, you have to build something up and take the time and energy 
and put the work in to build something out before you can jump to the next thing. And this is what I really struggled with the most because I also, I, I just, I agonized with this decision for literally months because ever since I started my business, I've identified as a holistic nutritionist. It's in the intro of my podcast, which will probably be changing over the next few weeks, but I haven't, I haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> uh, more on that in a moment. But ever since I started my business, I've identified as a holistic nutritionist and it felt extremely safe and it felt protected because I had an official title that someone gave to me, my school gave to me. And it was like I kept looking for and needing permission from somebody else outside of me to make it okay for me to be a podcasting coach and to switch directions a little bit and, and do some, you know, lifestyle coaching and, and stuff as well, as opposed to nutrition coaching. And I just wasn't identifying as much as a holistic nutritionist anymore. And I mean, like I said before, the, the clients that I work with, we often dig into so much more than nutrition. And the majority of what we talk about isn't even centered around the food. But when it came to podcasting coaching, like podcasting kind of slash like business strategy type coaching, I started freaking out because I didn't want to, there was, it was multifaceted. A lot of it was just me and my own self-confidence. One of it was also that I didn't want to step on the toes of any other coaches in the industry who have much bigger followings than I do. And then I kind of realized that it was, that I wasn't taking my own advice here because everyone has a unique story to share. Every single person does. And there is more than enough to go around because you have a unique offering and there are people that want to learn from you. There are people that want to learn from you. And we also attract what we're ready for too. And that was another sign to me that when I started to shift my thinking before I'd ever even really said much publicly at all about making this transition into helping women with their podcasts and stuff like that, all of a sudden, all of these clients started appearing out of nowhere. And that was, again, sort of the universe, I felt, the universe kind of handing this to me going, okay, you know, you're already trying to make the switch, but you're dipping your toe in the water and I'm going to send you a sign that this is what you need to be doing because there are women that want your help, not somebody else's help. They want your help specifically. And that was really, really powerful for me. Not only that, I mean, if we're going to, if we're going to talk about podcasting for a minute, there are, podcasting is, is really in its infant stages right now. And it doesn't feel that way because it feels like, right now it feels like everyone and their mother is starting a podcast. <laughs> I know that it feels like that, like that, it absolutely does. But to stress some of the statistics around this, there are more than 50 million YouTube channels, but there's fewer than 700,000 podcasts currently. That's a big difference. Like that's a significant difference. And most people, about 80, 80%, I believe, uh, most people who listen to podcasts listen to the majority of the episode as well, which is far more than we can say about things like Facebook Live videos, right? I mean, I usually scroll right past that stuff too, because I just don't usually have time to sit there and watch a video. I would prefer to get my content on audio so that I can take it with me. I can listen while I'm cooking. I can uh, listen while I'm driving or walking or whatever. I can be doing other things, housework even, whatever, without feeling like I need to sit there like a lump on a log and watch a video. And sometimes videos are still super helpful, of course. And I think that there's a huge amount of value in them. But for me personally, podcasting and any type of audio content has always felt 
better for me. It has felt like it fit into my life better. And the internet is moving more towards a multimedia approach. Like they're saying that I think it's something like, like 80% of the internet will be video content in the next two or three years, something along those lines. But I don't think I'm one of those people. And I don't think that I'm the only one who wants to get all of my content via video. And this is partly why podcasting is becoming really powerful. It's, it's capturing attention and people also want to be on podcasts as well. If we're talking about it from a business standpoint, more than they want to be doing things like guest blogs in my person, again, in my personal experience, like that can vary. But if you offer someone a guest spot on a podcast versus a guest blog post on your website, most people are going to want to do the podcast. There can be various reasons for that. Maybe some people just aren't as into writing. Um, for me, I know that writing a blog post takes me a lot longer than doing a podcast, but I can still give all kinds of awesome content in a podcast. It's just that when it's in a more conversational tone, I'm not being super nitpicky about every single word in a blog post or something along those lines, right? It's, I mean, the, the other thing here is that the majority of the population has some awareness of podcasts now, even if they don't yet listen. So again, there's, there's a huge open market for this. And I just think that it is such an incredibly powerful medium. And I talk to so many women who aren't feeling super confident, uh, either in, in their voice, like in their literal voice, because we all, we all tend to think that we sound weird when we hear ourselves recorded for the first few times, right? Don't you? I, I definitely did for a long time. I didn't even want to listen to my first few podcast episodes for both my last podcast and for this podcast. I'm like, no, no, I, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you have to get used to it. And now I hear myself talking and I re-listen to episodes all the time and it, I don't even bat an eyelash. Like, it's just like, yeah, that's the standard I'm talking and I'll hear myself stumble or something, but I don't, I don't criticize my, I, and, and that has taken practice. I don't, I purposely have trained myself to not be so critical of myself either because I personally prefer when I listen to podcasts where I'll hear the host, you know, stumble every once in a while, just like you would in a normal conversation, trip over a word or say an um or an ah or some type of filler word, whatever. And that feels more natural to me because then you almost start to feel like, you know, that person on a more intimate level, because that's probably how they talk in real life. Whereas <laughs> this sounds weird, but I'm almost distrustful of people that I listen to on podcast episodes, if they never say a single filler word and they never trip over a word at all, I, I'm actually distrustful. I'm like, how, how much editing did they do to that episode to sound like that? And maybe they really are that impressive in real life. And that's amazing. Like, good for you. If you never trip over a word, I, I bow down to you because <laughs> that's awesome. But I definitely do sometimes. And I'm totally okay with people knowing both knowing that about me and hearing that on something like a podcast. So this is why I'm so passionate about this type of medium is because I think that it is still being um, underutilized and that there are so many women who have incredibly positive, powerful messages and stories to share and they're withholding out of fear. And I want to help you overcome some of that fear. So it, there is, there's really no downsides to podcasting to me. And it does take practice. 
like you're, I, I, I told this to, um, to a woman on the phone the other day, we were talking about launching her podcast and I said, you know, no one, I, I don't think I've ever heard any podcaster say to people, oh, you should go back to episode one and listen to it. It was my best episode ever, right? No, no podcaster has ever said that <laughs> because the first episodes are rarely our best work. We get better with time, just like anything that we practice at. It's, it's such a great way to look at it when we look at it more like practice and that we're just going to keep improving and getting better and better. And it's a really powerful shift, a really, really powerful shift. And for anyone who's thinking about starting a podcast, it's a great way to, to gain some publicity as well. Like get your name in front of a new audience. It allows people to get to know you on an entirely different level. It's a really, really positive thing. So, so helpful. And Overall, I want to assure you that this podcast is staying basically the same. So the Room to Grow podcast is staying virtually exactly the same. There is probably going to be a little bit less nutrition talk, a little bit more business talk, but just as much like personal development and mental health, entrepreneurship, uh, lifestyle, mindset work, all of that stuff. So nothing is really changing other than a little less nutrition, a little more business slash entrepreneurship and, and podcasting. Okay, so I want to assure you all of the, the usual topics are still happening. Um, I've got some really great guests that I'm lining up for the next few months. There is going to be some pretty, pretty significant things that we're going to be digging into over the next uh, over the next few months. And over the course of 2019, I am just over the moon to tell you more about and to to dive into with you because it's it's really, really exciting. And I'm super pumped about it. So something that I really think is an important lesson to pull from this couple things. One is that if there's something you want to accomplish, start today, start today, stop waiting, stop putting it off until tomorrow. I am a procrastinator at heart. And sometimes I have to really remind myself of this too, that even if it's a really tiny step in that direction, five years from now, you're going to wish that you started right now. So if, if there is some big dream that you are thinking about, something that you want to change in your life, do some tiny, tiny little thing that doesn't feel overwhelming and do it today rather than waiting. And on top of that, I, I really thought about putting off this episode. Not because, well, a couple of reasons. One was that I, I was a little bit nervous about coming forward about switching some podcasting coaching, um, like switching into adding some podcasting coaching and kind of reducing some of the nutrition coaching and stuff like that, because I was a little bit worried about, you know, reactions and, uh, putting people off that I previously have attracted. And I thought, no, you know what, like this is the direction that I'm going. And if I'm not right for them, then who would I be to try and to try and keep somebody here who doesn't want to be here? Right. If, if I'm not right for them and they aren't right for me, then we're wasting each other's time. So I am always all about the honesty and transparency. So I wanted to be really clear about that. Additionally, I also thought about putting off this episode because this has all happened, even though I've been agonizing over some of these decisions for months, the actual shift itself has happened so rapidly that I'm still catching up with some of the things that go along with it. Like some of my website has been changed to reflect it a little bit. Some of it hasn't. Um, I'm, I'm still uh, changing some of my sales page stuff. Like all of these things are still in transition right now and will probably be more fully updated over the next week or two. 
Um, but I'm still shifting some of it. I thought, you know, I, I should wait until I've got every duck in a row. And I, some of the women that I talked to about podcasting coaching, um, who are signing up with me in the past couple of weeks, actually, I was again, very honest and, and open with them about that, that I'm, I'm in transition right now, but this is what I'm offering. And they actually were incredibly appreciative that I was honest with them about it. And they said that they actually, multiple women say that they actually preferred to work with me because of that, because they love the idea of sort of getting in on the ground floor and, you know, being my guinea pigs a little bit and, and helping me build out the program in the best possible way. And, and I just, I loved it. And this is what I'm all about is taking imperfect action. And the reason why I'm all about it is because I know how much I prevent my, I have prevented myself before from taking action at all because it wasn't perfect because I was letting perfectionism hold me back and it's not a great feeling. It's really not. And then you end up just in the same spot over and over and over again. You end up getting so sick of it and sick of yourself holding yourself back and it just snowballs. And that can actually take a really, a really negative toll on your mental health too after a period of time. And I always want to encourage you to take imperfect action. And who am I to encourage you to take imperfect action if I'm not doing the same thing? So here I am. <laughs> I don't have everything done and complete and like ready to go yet, but I'm doing it anyway. I'm letting it out into the world. And if you have any questions at all, please email me at info at emilygoffcoaching.com. Um, please reach out to me on Instagram over at emilygoffcoach. Those are sort of the two best places to reach me or the Facebook group too. We've been having a, a great time over the, in, in the Room to Grow podcast Facebook group. Um, I, I'm launching a new mini challenge every Monday and it's just something small that will just kind of put a smile on your face and make your life just a little bit incrementally better. This week's challenge is to give someone a compliment, preferably a stranger like that you don't know, but you know, give, give anyone a compliment because you never know how much someone's words can entirely like some how much your words can can entirely shift somebody else's day and they could be having a total shit day and you telling them that their hair looks good today could put them over the moon for the rest of the day <laughs> so you never never know how much somebody's words uh can can shift that for you but yeah so instagram email me maybe room to grow podcast facebook group uh, you can just search room to grow podcast it'll all come up um in facebook and if you have any questions about this at all, please reach out. Um, if you are on the fence about starting your podcast, I do offer free consults as well. So I'd be happy to connect with you to uh, see where you're at, see what might be the best fit for you. And I've also got a brand new freebie as well, all about podcasting and um, how to connect with guests, potential guests in a really positive, amazing way that will actually build a long-term relationship. Like, I don't, I don't connect with guests. I don't have guests onto the room to grow podcast typically where it's like a one and done thing. Like I, I try and use that to really build an actual relationship with people because that's powerful. That's really, really powerful stuff. And not only are they supporting me by coming onto my podcast, but I want to do whatever I can to support them as well, whether it's today or whether it's, you know, six weeks or six months or whatever from now, I want to be able to support them and, that's, that's really important to me to be able to have that back and forth with somebody. And I see this being done incorrectly a lot. 
So I really encourage you to, to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. Check it out. It'll also be uh, hyperlinked in the show notes of this episode. So you can always just click there and it'll take you straight to it. Uh, if you've ever even considered podcasting, it's a really, really great guide. Um, I'm super, super excited to, to share it. So overall, I just want to encourage you to take all kinds of imperfect action. Even if you don't feel ready, take a tiny little step today even if you don't feel ready (laughs) and to get really honest and clear with yourself about what it is that is lighting you up and what feels most in alignment for you and how can you get there? How can you take that next step to get to that point? And I'm just, I'm really, really excited about this change and I'm just excited to continue growing with you because that is what the room to grow podcast is all about. So super excited. Please share this episode, screenshot it and share it with anyone that you think needs to hear it. And I will be back on Thursday with an extra special guest. Thanks so much for listening to the room to grow podcast today. All show notes and references can be found over at roomtogrowpodcast.com. And can you do me one huge favor before you go though? If you can take take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on social media, I would absolutely love to see who's listening and get to connect with you and thank you. And if you could leave a review on iTunes, that would go a long way and make such a huge difference. It really helps to get the word out there, get more amazing guests on the show and helps to get all of this information out to the world. Looking forward to growing with you.